Hello and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 76, Stay Nourished and Save Money. Hello everyone, I am Shelley Rael, the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast and a registered dietitian nutritionist. As I've said in the last few episodes, March is National Nutrition Month. This is the annual campaign that was created by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, the professional association to which I belong as a registered dietitian nutritionist. Now, each year as part of this campaign and what we do all the time, not just in March, but we bring awareness in March, is that as health professionals, as nutrition professionals, as a registered dietitian, nutritionist, we want to help consumers make informed food choices and develop healthy eating habits. Not just healthy eating habits, but healthy physical activity habits. However, as the nutrition professional, the eating, the food, the nutrition is the main focus. And in 2023, the major theme or the theme is fuel for the future, because we want to highlight the importance of not just fueling our body today, but at every age, every age, and eating with the environment in mind. I talked a little bit last week, or a lot of bit, I should say, about how a registered dietitian nutritionist can help people and the many ways in which we do that. So continuing with this month's topic, as I've said, for National Nutrition Month, today is stay nourished and save money. How can you eat healthy on a budget? Acknowledging that do some people can purchase food without thinking much about it. They don't think about how much it costs or the resources it's taking to do it, to eat healthier or just to buy food. Yet others of many age groups will have to be very, very conscious of how much they're spending on food. And it's something that can take a significant portion of the money available. And a lot of people have this belief that they can't eat healthy while saving money. So as someone, I teach college students, I know I've said this many times on the podcast, I teach part-time at my local community college where many students do need to utilize our food pantry, many students qualify for SNAP benefits, many students who aren't living at home are on their own, working several jobs, have families, and so resources are limited. And another group I speak to on a regular basis, a couple type a couple times a month, I go to one of our one of our county facilities where I live, where there is a group of people who are in active recovery from substance use disorder and are transitioning to being back out in the community on their own. And they go grocery shopping once a week. They make their own meals, they make their own meal plans. And I help them with making those choices on a budget. How can they still eat healthy on a budget? So it can happen. Absolutely. So here's my tips for staying nourished and saving money, acknowledging you may not be a college student. You may not be somebody who's utilizing 
SNAP benefits, or the food pantry, but you may still want to be paying attention to how you can eat healthy and save money. My first tip is skip those specialty stores. Those specialty stores, meaning the ones who advertise themselves as being healthier food options, whole food options, for example, or the ones where they tend to have higher pricing because they imply that all the foods that they have at their store are healthy for you. And many people think that in order to eat healthy, they have to go to these overpriced specialty stores when they don't. Chain grocery stores, your local neighborhood grocery store have healthy options too. They serve everyone. And if you go into the grocery store, there's organic food, there's regularly conventionally grown food, there's fruits and vegetables, there's fresh meats at your local grocery store, just like there is at some of those specialty stores. And really, there is no need to purchase organic, especially if you're on a tight budget or if you're on a budget. However, as I said already, regular chain grocery stores do have these options without the overhyped pricing. I guarantee it. I shop at a neighborhood grocery store, one that's just a couple miles from my house, and I can get organic food there. I don't go out of my way to purchase it, but it's there. Number two, plan and plan. Planning your meals and snacks helps you buy and only get what you need. So if you go without a plan, you may not get what you need. You may be sporadically buying things, not sure what you really need to get. And if you know your meals and snacks in the coming week and stick to that meal plan, which is not the same as meal prepping, then you'll know what to buy. You'll know exactly what you need to buy. I tell people to think of this as the map of your meals for the coming week. When you go on a trip or you're going to a new destination, having a map, knowing your route, and it guides you, and it'll minimize wrong turns. It'll save you time and gas if you have a map to your destination. And having a menu plan or a meal plan will help you buy what you need, and give you a map of the foods you need to get. Now, before you head to the grocery store, review your kitchen. When planning the meals and your grocery shopping trip, see what foods you have at home before buying more. Review the pantry, review your fridge, review your freezer. Heck, even take a look and maybe purge some things that you no longer use or need or you have no desire for. I tell people all the time, if something's been in there for a year and you haven't used it, are you really going to use it now? You might want to donate that one. So you may have items in your pantry or your fridge or your freezer that you can use a week in the week ahead. And you can use that, plan around that, include that in your meals when you're making your plan. And of course, this can help eliminate double buying by checking what you need compared to what you have. Do you need to buy some tomato sauce or do you have three cans already? Do you need to buy more yogurt or do you have a half full container already that you need to use up? Now, the next one is to make a list and check out the sales. 
So when making your meal plan, when you ma- back when you're making your meal plan, make the list of the foods that you need for the week ahead. Then when you go through your pantry and your fridge and your freezer, of course, cross off all those items you don't really need. And don't forget about those herbs and spices. Those are ones sometimes I've gotten caught thinking I have something when it turns out I didn't. So cross off those items you don't need because you found them in the pantry or the fridge. And then I recommend this. Categorize your items by where they are in the store. So I know the layout of my grocery store is just something that I've become accustomed to. And I write down my grocery list based on the the layout of my particular grocery store. And that way, there's some times where I only go down two or three aisles and skip all the rest. Now, here's my recommendation. Categorize them by produce, canned goods, dry goods, So dry goods would be things like cereals or any type of flour or sugar and baking items, for example. Um, You need those even if you're not baking in a lot of cases. Um, Fridge, and that would include not just the dairy products, but butter as well as eggs. That would be yogurt, which is dairy products. And then the freezer. The freezer being last, of course, because we don't want to shop the whole store with ice cream melting. So That's how I categorize my things and, again, going by the layout of my store. Not saying that you have to be like that, but it really helps minimize time wandering up and down aisles. And then, do you have coupons for anything? I used to do coupons, and then half the time I would forget to use them, so I just stopped using them just because it didn't help, because I never used them. But are there any stores near you that are having sales? And is it worth your time to go to more than one place to shop a sale? Sales are great. If that's really up your alley to shop sales, perfect. However, if you're spending more time searching and driving to several stores, that may not save you money and definitely not time. But if it's something that works for you, absolutely consider shopping sales. Now, Eating healthy does not mean you have to spend more. It doesn't. Fresh fruits and vegetables, canned fruits and vegetables, frozen fruits and vegetables. Choose what works best for you. And some of those last a lot longer and cost less in the long run. You can make healthy choices and go to your neighborhood stores. And Don't break the bank by going to specialty stores. You can do this. Now, I want to share a bit. I know I've mentioned this in the past. I have an upcoming challenge called the Real World Nutrition Challenge, where some of these myths I address today, like you need to buy organic, you don't, or these myths that you need to go to a specialty store, you don't. The idea that you have to um, spend a lot of money to eat healthy, you don't. I have the Real World Nutrition Challenge. It's a five-day challenge starting March 20th, and it is free because nutrition and eating is part of our world. It is our life, even if you don't pay attention to it or you don't know it. Now, if you're listening to me right now, you probably do have some inkling how important nutrition is. So real world, the Real World Nutrition Challenge It's five days where I do some nutrition myth busting. I give you clarity about nutrition hype 
and fads, so some of the hype I mentioned today. And then minimize freaking out over food and panicking about what to eat. Oh my gosh, am I poisoning my family by not buying that organic apple? I promise you, you are not. So when I'm t- with this next week, with this five-day challenge, I'm going to cover things like good carbs and bad carbs. Clarity on that. There's a lot of confusion about that. Dietary supplements. Do you need them? What you may not know about dietary supplements. And fat. Don't fear fat. I still have people who are really thinking that we still need to eat low fat. And I'll clear up more about that as well. Now, with the Real World Nutrition Challenge, it is 100% virtual. So here's the deal. If you have an email, you can participate in the challenge. If you have the ability to watch or even listen to a video, you can join the challenge. And yes, I'm going to be doing a live video at a specific time of day each day. However, if that time doesn't work for you, I'm recording those videos and it will be emailed to everybody who signed up for the challenge after I complete that video. So if you are interested in joining this challenge, the free Rural World Nutrition Challenge, it's March 20th through 24th. This is the year 2023. All you need to do is sign up. So it's not hard. There's not going to be homework or there is, but it's more in your own mindset. Sign up, you go to ShellyRiel.com. You can go there from the main page or just go to ShellyRiel.com backslash challenge. Sign up for free and that's it. You're in. You'll start getting your emails probably on Sunday night, March 19th. So if you're hearing this a little bit later, don't worry, go ahead and sign up and you can jump in at any time. So I invite you to join me there. And if you like this, you're hearing this for the first time, or you're going back to listen, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe. Follow is the word, apparently. Subscribe. I don't have a paid option at the moment. So that's it for Real World Nutrition for today. You take care. Bye for now.